Hey guys! Hello, hello, hello! We are back! As per usual. Well, kind of usual. As per most usual. <laughs> yeah, most usual. We try, <laughs> we try, guys. Um, so Alex just went on a, uh, a little adventure with her friends. Oh, actually, yes, I do want to update all of you because I feel like a crabby bitch after our last episode. Because to be fair, it was seven in the morning. So you're allowed was, to be a little bit of a crabby bitch at 7 in the morning. Well, and I realized that, because I listened to that episode, and I realized I was like, people can't see my facial expressions or anything that I'm actually doing, and I sound <laughs> crabby, but I was smiling and joking the whole time. True. Um, I didn't, see, I listened back, and I didn't You didn't think, think that? You know no. me, though. True, I do. You know me. But I feel like most people that listen to us. That's true. They know, know I'm you. not a crabby. Well, bitch. and if they've even if they don't know us and they've listened to anything, oh, sorry, my nose is itching. Um, previous, mm-hmm. they know you're not they a crabby tell. bitch. They can tell. But well, let me update you guys that Boise, Idaho, was actually pretty fucking rad. Still random, but way super rad. super random. Yeah, I mean, like who plans a trip to Boise? I don't know. That's like planning a trip to. Tawilla. Or like Mesquite. Like, why? I always think Mesquite's really random too. But oh, I get Mesquite. It's warm, I mean, there's golf, and warm. there's casinos, and good alcohol. That's true. I don't it's golf not though. so random. You should golf I know. sometimes. It's I so feel fun. like a bad real estate agent. I'm like... As you should. Out of true. the club. Oh. I'm out of the cool kids club. I will take I you golf. in the cool kids club. I'm thinking about... I did, this is going to make me sound so extra, but I'm thinking about joining the country club. Shut and if I, I know, right I just want to so bad. There's so much stuff there oh that God, is so please. fun. I love it. I love and it. And so if I do, well, I've, so I have this friend. Well, you know, Philippa. Yep. His friend, Kelly. I always tell her, I'm like, can't I be your spouse? Because mm-hmm. you get an extra person. Yeah. Just let me be your spouse. To this point, it hasn't worked. Well, Someday, Kelly will let me be her spouse. Well, I've tried to get Philippa to like, let me be his nanny. Yeah. Because you get a nanny pass too. Shut up. Up, but he won't let me. He already has a nanny. Mm. I just, I just want to be able to go and like sit in the bar and have a drink because you yep. can't. Remember, we got kicked out that one time. Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. It's not nearly as funny of a story as it sounds, though. But um, I just want to be able to like go and sit in the bar and have a drink, or go. I love to golf at Cottonwood Country Club's golf course. Because it's just like, it's the one that we had the golf yeah. tournament at. It's just a quick nine-hole course. Mm-hmm. I love it. And they've got a cool pool, and they've got a great restaurant. Like, I just, I see a lot of value. My husband, however, sees less value. So, we'll see what happens. Well. I just really want to. You want to be my spouse and do it Yeah, that's me? fine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just. Just kidding. I don't understand anyways, it because but, you're a million years away from me, and... True, I do live far from you. Yeah. Well, and I live closer to Willow Creek Country Club, but I think it's more expensive. Yeah, I finally I finally admitted to myself this morning that you're a good solid 25 to 30 minute drive for me, even yeah. without traffic. Oh yeah, to get to your house from my house, you need a passport and a snack and at least one, yeah, it takes one gas stop. Ever. And probably two like, potty breaks. I was Seriously. thinking about it and I was like, man, it takes longer to get to your house than it took to get to my friend when she was living downtown. Well, and I'm sure that's true because west I'm... West and east and there's no freeway. Yeah, and I'm... My old house, I was right off the freeway, so mm-hmm. it was simple. I'm not, like, right off the freeway mm-hmm. anymore, so... But your neighborhood is amazing, so... Oh, Worth it! I, I love where I live. But, yeah, I mean, I'm 10 minutes from the freeway. Mm-hmm. So... And yeah. I'm almost 10 minutes from the freeway. Yeah, and then you've got 10 Drive minutes of freeway, freeway yep. time. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I love, 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 love where I live, but it's not nearly as like centrally located, Mm -hmm. like towards the freeway or whatever, like my old house. My old house, I was a minute and a half from the freeway. Damn. You you were never at my old house. Uh It was cute, but, and it was super easy on and off freeway access. It was right off of the 20th East Mm. freeway exit. And yeah, like I was a minute and a half from the freeway. Huh. I'm not here. So, I know. So, it's far. I've tried to just get you to come move in with me. I have I a room for you and everything. It's true. She tells me no. It's I have rude. too many pets. I've told you you could bring them. Yeah, you Except the horses. I can't until... have the horses. <laughs> I don't have room for them. You think that until they come. Nah. 
I'm easy. My cat as will long eat as you, your cat. As long as you clean up your pet's hair, I'm easy. Yeah, I like to just like make sweaters out of it and roll around in it, actually. Oh. So Well, that might be a problem yeah, then. Yeah, we wouldn't Shoot. be house meats. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> my dogs shed bad, though, and oh it God, makes me crazy. I hate dog hair. I love my dogs. I hate dog hair. Yeah. It makes me nuts. Yeah. But, like, I love to wear black because, you know, it's slimming mm-hmm. and all. <laughs> I like I have on a black hoodie right now that I happen to steal, not from a store, from a person. It's it's acceptable to steal from a person if they know you're stealing it. In this situation, it absolutely was. It's in this acceptable. Situation. Okay, so the owners of my company, he went to this um, like a training retreat for like the um, regional developers, and he came back with this hoodie. He actually came back with two of them. And it's badass. And I saw a picture of him in it while he was there. And I said, I'm stealing that. Well, actually, I asked him to bring me one back. Mm -hmm. He did not. So then I told him, I'm taking it. (laughs) And it was sitting on his desk on Friday at work. And I waited until he was there. Like, I wasn't sneaky. Mm -hmm. And I went in and I yoinked it off of his desk and put it on my body. (laughs) And... I said, it's on my body now. You can't it's have it It's part of you now. And he conceded that it is now mine. So in this situation, folks, so I only perfectly appropriate. So I kind of stole, only kind of. Like, I probably had I just asked really nicely, he probably would have said yes. But it's more fun to say I stole it. Yep. So, anyways. So back to Boise. <laughs> back to Boise. I derailed that real quick. Boise was really cool. Um... <clears throat> Where we were located, we were able to walk, like, everywhere. Like, there was so much within, like, a half mile away from us, which was fucking rad. So, we parked the car. We didn't drive the car for, like, two days. I have some really great video of Alex dancing. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You guys, I had so much fun. By the way, completely sober. Completely sober. (laughs) I was just, like, I was lit up. I had this, um, my friends and I, were we were joking the whole time that we were just, like, in this portal. Like, this beautiful vortex of light energy and we were just goofy it was just fun to like be weird and goofy and dance around and um and just it was very light it was very light it was very fun and um Boise you uh you stole my heart a little bit I'm gonna be honest with you I totally great yep I totally understand why people live there their mountains are definitely not quite the same as ours no but no but they'll fight you about that like really oh man so I I don't know if I told you this last week. I lived in Boise yeah. for a little while. Yeah. And I remember being in the mall one time and somebody was talking about how they had lived. I don't remember where they had gone, but she had to come back to Boise because she just really missed these mountains. And I laughed, like audibly what? laughed out, out loud because I'm from Utah. Our mountains can beat up anyone's mountains. Yeah, we're very spoiled here. And, uh, but I just thought it was funny because they, they believe those are real mountains. They're not as much, but they're yeah. still pretty. And it's, uh, my aunt and uncle have a cabin outside of um, Boise and it's called Pine. And it's, so it's mm-hmm. in what mountains they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is heaven. Mm-hmm. We should go. Okay. And I call it a cabin. It's nicer than my house. Um, for real. I'm down. Um, down. But yeah, we should go one time. Take I was, we were. chat and. There's a, okay, I'm going to derail for a minute. Okay. Weird. So there's this, I don't, I guess it's like a creek. It's, it's a, no, it's like a river maybe. Um, but we floated on it one time. Mm-hmm. And my cousin's husband is the funniest dude I've ever met. And uh, we were floating down the, the river on these tubes. And every time we'd get close to some rocks, he'd be like, all right, everyone, nuts and butts, nuts and butts, everyone, watch your nuts and butts. <laughs> and it's just so fun, and you can just, like, hop onto the river and float, and fun. it's fun, 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 oh, yep, we should go. That. Yeah, and you can ride four-wheelers around there, I'm sure we could ride the Razor, like, it's super fun That'd up there. That would be way fun. Mm-hmm. Then they, my family there in those parts, you'd fit right in. Aww, yeah. that would be so much fun. Oh my gosh, we should totally do it. I'm going to have to talk to my aunt and see what this summer looks like. Because yeah. Chad's never been to Pine. 
You, you say the word pine, I know. and I'm in. I know, it's pine so Pine cabin, I know. I'm in. Oh, it, and their cabin is crazy town. It's so awesome. They have like a, a man's room up above the mm-hmm. garage, and then, uh, I mean, it, like I said, it's nicer than my house. Yeah. It's amazeballs. But yeah, yeah we should go. Yeah, we could take the motor home. So then I like to have my own space. I've yeah. learned. I'm, I'm a fan of not invading other people's space, yeah. I found out. So we could take the motor home okay. and go play and it'd be fun. And like I said, you'd fit right in with my whole, my whole family. They're some really cool humans. So anyways. When we were in Boise, we were joking because we were walking and Alyssa was like, we need to go north. And I was like, how the fuck can you tell where north is when you can't see any mountains on either side of us? <laughs> True. <laughs> I've become so reliant on them here as far as like when I'm facing what direction. Mm-hmm. Like I have to make sure, okay, well, those mountains are there. So that means I'm facing this direction here. Every time I go places that they don't have that, I'm like, where the fuck am well, I? Where am I going? So I grew up in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And still to this day i have no idea no what clue. directions are what there <laughs> no i can north south east and west i can do in salt lake i can uh-huh. do it out in like tula county yeah rock yep. springs people would talk about like my mom worked out north mm-hmm. they'd call it out north so i knew that that was <laughs> the general was direction north. was north <laughs> but even if i was out there i didn't know like where i was mm-hmm. in relationship to anywhere else in the city city it's a town it's not mm-hmm. a city uh so yeah i don't I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't know, but Salt Lake, Salt Lake has got me. I know, I know my directions here, yep. but I'm directionally challenged anywhere else. And yep, my ditto. sweet sister is the same way. She'll come to Salt Lake and she's not used to the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll tell her, well, you need to go east. Angela, right or left? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what east means. <laughs> so yeah, I had a friend make fun of me for that one time because she's like, you can tell by looking at the sun. And I was like, I've never, Learned ever that. thought about doing that, ever. Because I've always just looked at the mountains. Where are the mountains? I, <laughs> like, I don't I know that I could do it by looking at the sun. But whatever, maybe someone can teach me. Yeah. I, I'm teachable mm-hmm. most of the time. All right, anyways. So today, we are going to talk about influential connections today and not in the sense of like because when I was I did a little bit of research for this one and uh as I was looking up like influential connections online Mm -hmm. it was all about like how do you go about meeting influential people and I was Mm -hmm. like no 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 that's not what this is about I am talking about the people that we have met Mm -hmm. that we've really connected with that have influenced our lives Mm -hmm. like I mean, I can say, like, you, you've been one of those, like, very influential people in my life because I've learned a lot from you, and you bring me down when I'm being crazy, and sometimes you make me more crazy. Back out, just sister. But, on the other so, side. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, those are, that's what I wanted to talk about today, like, the people that have come into our lives, mm-hmm. and whether they've been there for a short amount of time, or they're still here, or they've been here all along, the people that have influenced our lives and why, like had large influences on our life. I think everyone we meet influences our life in some way. Absolutely. But the people who have had like the, the major influences on our lives. And so I wanted to talk about that. I think that that, I think it's cool to think about the connections we've made that you don't really, I mean, I, I don't think about how certain things like doing that one thing and meeting that one person led to where I am now. But if I think back to like, so my friend Kendi, we tried to have her on the podcast once, but then we had uh, technical difficulties. She will be back. But my friend Kendi, meeting her was such a fluke. Like, I I totally met her on a fluke. Mm-hmm. And then we connected on Facebook, but it was, like I said, like we had just barely kind of like crossed paths and connected on Facebook. And then when I was competing in when I was doing the bodybuilding stuff she had done that too and you have to pose you have to like learn how to pose Mm -hmm. and so I reached out to her to learn how to pose and we met at a gold's gym uh and she helped me pose and then we really connected that day and we've been friends ever since had I not met her I wouldn't have met the people that introduced me to Chad Mm. so 
it it's so crazy how and I mean she was like the girl that showed up at my house and laid on the floor and cried with me when I was going through my divorce. Mm. And and then, you know, we met this whole fun, crazy group of friends. And then through them, that's how I met Pam and Zach. Mm-hmm. And Pam and Zach are the people that introduced me to Chad. How crazy. I know. I mean, like, had I not met Kendi, mm-hmm. my the whole tra- trajectory of my life would be different right now. Wow. I probably wouldn't know you. Nope. We wouldn't be doing this because nope. I wouldn't have moved to Salt Lake if I hadn't met yep. Chad. So how interesting. I know. And I love that. And Kendi is still, she is like, she's that friend that we can go months without talking mm-hmm. and we pick up right where we left off. Yep. Um, every once in a while, I'll get just like a random text from her in the moments that I need her more than she knows. Mm-hmm. Like she is that, um, she's just definitely one of my soul <clears throat> sisters. Yeah. But random, random ways, the, the, the way that we originally connected was completely random. And now, if I were to meet someone the way that I met Kendi, I doubt I would become friends with them on Facebook. I'm oh, a lot yeah. more uh, choosy mm-hmm. of who I allow onto Facebook a lot of times just because I, you know, I mean, I'm in just in a different place now. It's not even that I'm choosing on who I allow onto Facebook. I just am not real active on like adding new yeah. people a lot of times. So, yeah, that's crazy, huh? That is, and, I love that story. That's, I didn't know that that's how you guys met. Yeah, and she's truly one of my very best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she knew that I was pregnant before Chad did. Oh. Because I was, it was right by Christmas time, <laughs> and I really wanted to keep it a secret until Christmas morning and have yeah. it, like, in his stocking. Oh, that would have been so I couldn't cute. do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but I'm kind of glad that it didn't work out that way because when I told Chad that I was pregnant... He, I gave him this little box that had stuff in it mm-hmm. and he looked and, you know, there was like little baby shoes and a little baby hat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, yeah, cute. Yep. We're trying to have a baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then at the bottom, there was a, the pregnancy test and uh-huh. he looked at it and he looked at me and he goes, are you pregnant? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he goes, I need a shot. <laughs> Chad needed a shot. Oh my God, I love that story so much. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, yep. <laughs> Kendi knew that I was pregnant before Chad did. And I was babysitting her baby at that time. Um, like I would watch her baby two days a week or something at that point just because she had gone back to work and her husband had gone back to work and they were just trying to figure out something more permanent. And so yep. I just, I got to snuggle with baby, with the baby girl. Um for a couple months, and so yeah, I was I was babysitting their baby when I found out that I was pregnant, and I was mm. like, oh. so yeah, they knew, they knew before Chad because I so had to cute. tell someone, but I wanted to keep it a secret. Yeah, but I so couldn't. Exciting. I ended up having to tell him before, so because I just couldn't. Stand well, the it. way that you did it was still super cute. Yeah, but it would have been so much cuter oh, if I'd have done it like I in love the stocking. Ah, oh, I know, but oh well, it was fine. It is what it is now. Yeah, huh? that's true. That's true. The deed is done. The baby has been born. True. And she is a three-year-old terrorist now. Spitfire. So. Oh, she's so cute, though. Gosh, she's yeah, cute. she is. She's pretty fun. Um, who's someone influential in your life that got you to where you are now? Okay. I have been thinking about this since we decided on this topic. I wasn't super clear on what I wanted to talk oh, no, about. So I'm okay. glad that you... <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you picked up what I was putting down. Yeah, Because I, I wasn't super clear. Yeah, I did. Um... Obviously, I mean, there there are so many, so many. Um, I do want to bring up one that um, may not be like a, a first for people to think about. Okay, I watched this YouTube video of this chick a few years ago, and I cannot remember her name because you guys know how good I am at that. Especially under pressure. <laughs> Especially on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but it was a video that my my good friend of mine sent me and this woman had written like um, gratitude letters for all of her previous partners. Oh. And it was so beautiful listening to her do that that I decided to do some healing of my own through my previous partners and express gratitude for them as well. And so that was one that actually popped up for me when I was thinking about this was um, how grateful I am for all of my exes um, leading up into this point because... Um, every single one of them influenced and changed the trajectory of like who I 
moved in, like, who I became and the things that I learned. And, um, and I, <clears throat> all of my exes, obviously, I mean, we had our issues. They're our exes, right? Right. <laughs> but, but truly, they're all really, really, really good men. Um, and, um, and yeah, they all talk. Of them? Yeah, no, they I'm just are. All I'm of teasing. Them. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I've dated some really you actually good have people. The, the one, I mean, I don't know. I think I only know two people that you've dated. Yeah, and I really like them both. Yep. Yeah. So good dudes. They're all good dudes. weren't the right ones for me, but they're all good dudes. And each of them taught me really, really important things about who I am, who I want to be, and um, the type of person that I want to be with long term. So well, the I have things a lot that you're willing that. to accept and the things that you're yeah. not. Like yep. that's a that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go off course for one second because you were talking about like gratitude. Um, that your uh, what is happening? Sorry, my computer is it's having a heart attack, guys. <laughs> Something's happening. <laughs> um, but so when you were talking about like she wrote gratitude letters mm-hmm. um, during some of the toughest times of like healing from. I bring up my divorce a lot, and I'm sorry, but healing from my divorce, there mm-hmm. were several times where I would not let myself go to bed until I thought of 10 things that I was grateful for of my ex. I love that. And of his new wife, because it's so easy to focus on the bad stuff. Because Absolutely. There, I mean, there's so much crap mm-hmm. that goes on in any given day. Mm-hmm. And when you are hurt and broken and you... It's really easy to focus on the crap. And there and that was what I did for a long time was just focus on the crap and I was angry and I was mad and they were wrong and I was right. Mm-hmm. And so I started to before I would go to bed at night, write down ten nice things. Mm-hmm. Ten things that I was grateful for. And sometimes that was really hard. Mm-hmm. But it got me focusing on the good parts instead of the crap parts. And I think that that's really important. Yep, and so absolutely. I love that that's what that YouTube video was, was like showing gratitude mm-hmm. for your ex. Because I I mean, unless, there are very extreme cases where an ex brought nothing but bad. But I don't have that situation. I mean, like my my ex and his wife, both of them have brought good things, positive mm-hmm things into my life. Some of it's like positive changes in me. Yep. Absolutely. And the way that I handle things and the way that I choose to <coughs> react to things, that's yep. all positive stuff. But it's really easy to get caught up in the negative because there's always that too. I mean, I could, if I really wanted to, I could look at you and find every negative thing about you. And then I just wouldn't like you anymore. Yep. I would much rather focus on all of the amazing good things about you. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love that that was a video that was done. We mm-hmm. should, oh, maybe that would be a good podcast we'd have to work on that one though a little bit to make sure that we say yeah. say the right things yeah but I like that idea though I've, I've been thinking about that a lot this morning um and in particular about that because it I just I'm actually friends with a couple of my exes now like my high school boyfriend who oh boy that guy was so incredible for me during the time that we had together um and then a partner that I had after him um, I'm friends with both of them still like on social media, obviously we're not like best friends, but, um, but I'm so proud of the people that they became. I'm so proud of what they're doing with their lives. Um, and truly it's been amazing to watch them walk through life in the way that they are and then be able to look at that and be like, wow, okay, you helped me learn this, this, and this X, Y, and Z. And this has been a crucial pivoting point, right? Cause we've talked about how obstacles are always detours in the right direction right and that goes with our relationships too right like even the obstacles that I had with those people pivoted me in the right direction of my life and now I get to be here and I'm very grateful for that heck yes all right so another influential connection in my life my friend Philippa I love Flip so he is I met him like seven years ago at a random Tula County Board of Realtors event like it was a, he was a um, affiliate and I was a broker and it was like this broker summit. And we met that day and we just 
instantly connected. Mm-hmm. And um, from then on, we just, we, we joked and we laughed. And it was, that was a really, really pivotal time of my life because it was kind of, it was the beginning of my divorce. It was the beginning of like, it was, it, it was just a mess. And he made me laugh and mm-hmm. he made me feel smart and capable just because he would, you know, just, he just believed in me from yeah. the minute that we met. And, uh, then when I was getting married and moving into Salt Lake, we started to talk about, cause I was a broker of a company out in Tooele County and it didn't make sense for me to be out there when I was in here. And so we, uh, we started to talk about like our future and what we were going to do. He was kind of involved in a real estate company in here. And I went and worked for that company for a minute and it just, it wasn't the right fit. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't a real estate agent yet at that point. And so I worked for that one for just a minute. Like I just had my license there for a minute and it just, it didn't work. And so I started my own and then Felipe got his real estate license and came and worked with me. Mm-hmm. And so he and I um, had, you know, just my little company. And then that's how we ended up getting to know Joan and RP was because he was doing some stuff on the lending side. And then we met Joan and RP and it just made sense for us to all work together. Mm-hmm. But so like where I'm at right now, like my job, all of that is in direct correlation to like getting to know Felipe because he... He helped me meet yep. the people that, you know, are now my work family. So he has been an incredibly influential part of my life. And he's one that, like, if I have a bad day, he's the first one there with a glass of wine. If I'm celebrating something, he, there's a lot of wine involved. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, when I was buying my house, he came with me to look at it, like, with Chad and I. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my belly just growled. Did you hear that? Was that your belly? That was my belly. Whoa. Um, but yeah, so he has been, and then just so many things that like he has gone through and that we've been able to talk through and he's been one of the, he's been a pivotal human in my life. Like I, I don't ever want to do life again without Felipe. Mm. <laughs> ever. I love him. So that's another one of mine. He's a good dude. He is a good dude. I love him too. Um, my other one, <clears throat> I have two more at the top of my head. Um, I will talk about Umi first. Oh, sweet Umi. Sweet Umi. She's she amazing. is... I think uh, Umi is your flip. Oh, like, absolutely. 100%. She's, she's the yin to your yang, yep. like flips the yin to my, my yang. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this chick and I, I just, uh, I, I don't even know where to start with her. Um... <clears throat> I will start by telling you guys how we met. Um, we met when I was a brand, brand new agent. So this was almost six years ago. Um, I was in the industry for, well, let's see. Yeah, I've been an agent for almost six years. I was an admin for a year before that. So I've been in the industry for almost seven. Um, but I met her through an agent that I was working for. Um, and and she had Umi on as, as her preferred lender. And so Umi and I started working together. And then... About a year later, I left that team and I went solo and um, Umi and I kept working together. And then a year or two into that, I started to open up to her about like my spiritual stuff and how um, I had started going down like a deeper path of like a a spiritual awakening and she was doing the same thing. And so we started to really connect on a deeper level and that has evolved into what it is now, which is, you know, we um, have supported each other on retreats. Um, she is probably, I mean, she's been like a spiritual mentor of mine for years and probably always will be. <laughs> um, but she, I mean, she just, she su- supports me in such a deep energetic space um, when it comes to that stuff that I, I just like, I can't, I can't express enough gratitude for that person but um she's one of the biggest reasons that I ended up going to that training last year which has been massively transformative for me and um I don't know if I would have done that had she not been there to kind of like push and support me in that 
in that direction. Like if I had to go do that by myself, I don't know if I would have done it. Um, I wish that I could say that I would have been courageous and brave enough to go do something like that on my own and like leave the state to go do this massive training. But, um, but I don't know if I would have done it. And so I'm really grateful that I had that connection with her. She is like a very deep soul connection. We've had lots of previous lives together before. We will have them again later, just like you and me. I feel that way about you too. And, I love that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's, she's a big influence for me. And she's so kind. Like, I don't know her really at all. I know her like through you and mm-hmm. then on social media, but I've never seen her even post like anything almost negative. No way. That's <laughs> like, I just, she and I think does that not that's operate so that way. <laughs> cool. I, I think that's a big deal. And it's, you know, like where you were saying, you don't think that you'd have been courageous enough to do, you know, what you've done. Mm-hmm. I feel like that about Felipe too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that I would have come to work where I work now yep. if he hadn't kind of pushed. Cause I yep. was like, I was comfortable where I was at. I knew it wasn't exactly like what I wanted, mm-hmm. but I, it was comfortable and it was fine. Yeah. And coming to work here was like hugely out of my comfort zone. Yep. Like I was surrounding myself with a whole bunch of incredibly uh, successful people that mm-hmm. intimidated the crap out of me, which mm-hmm. is funny. Um, and now it's like those people who intimidated the crap out of me are some of my very best friends. And, you know, yeah. so, so yeah, it's, it's funny how these people come into our lives and they, they push us and force us to do things way outside of what we would typically push or force ourselves to do. Well, those are part of our soul contracts. I talked about this on the last podcast episode, I think about um, that book called Sacred Contracts. And those are just part of our soul contracts, right? Like we make agreements with each other before we come in that, that push us in, in the trajectory of like our life's purpose and like what we're supposed to be doing and like positive transformations and, these are part of these these connections that we get to have with these. Anytime we talk about soul contracts, it makes me sweat a little. <laughs> <laughs> like you and I have a soul contract. I, I agree. Right? Me and all of my exes had our soul contracts. And when those contracts were satisfied and the learnings were satisfied, we got to part ways. And each of us move into higher levels of consciousness with other people, with other soul contracts. And we're really lucky that we get to have people like Umi and, and Philippa that we have these soul contracts with on in this lifetime that um, that don't have to end, right? We can, because they're yeah. in friendship. I'll tell you, though, we need to talk about soul contracts one day because I didn't know what they were <clears throat> until there was, like, I had some stuff going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And Alex is like, you've got a soul contract there. It's got to finish itself out. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand why you can't ignore it. It will no. just, it will come back. They, but it has to satisfy. I... I feel like at least one that I've had in my life was able to be satisfied mm-hmm. finally, which was a big deal. But yep. man. Me too. You know sometimes mine. Sometimes that shit's painful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> man. Um, all right. So let's each talk about one more. Okay. Influential Perfect. connection. You go. Okay. Because you said that you had two right on the top here. So my other one is Mikkel. For oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, she is um, a very, very dear friend of mine who was also my coach. Um, we coached together for about nine months. And through working with Mikkel, I I really, really shed like a... I'm trying to even think about how to word this. I shed a layer in a part of myself that I thought was me that was not. Um I had this image of myself when I was a kid about like wanting to change the world. And like, I had all these big dreams, right? Like these humanitarian big dreams when I was a kid. And I knew that as a child and as, as a soul, I knew that life got to be easy. And so anytime I would hit up against things that were super, super, super fucking hard. And I felt like I was getting blocked. I was like, life doesn't have to be this hard. What's an easier route. And as I started to get older, we're taught things by our parents and by society and, and all of the stuff that life is really fucking hard <laughs> and that you have to work really fucking hard to be successful and that you need this and you need that and all of these things and it starts to bury these dreams that we have. And so I went on a path that I thought um, was supposed to be my path, 
that I thought was socially acceptable. And um, through working with Mikkel, we really started to break down these these lies that the, like these these um, these stories that I had put on myself about who I was and what I wanted out of life. So I'm going to stop you for just a second, yeah. though. You said that you know you had like these dreams that you were going to change the world. Mm-hmm. You have. Aww. Oh, you, you're going to make me cry. Well, I, but oh, you it. have changed my world, <laughs> mm. and in the process, you've changed my kids' worlds. And Damn it, woman. well, I'm just saying, like you have changed the world. You've changed mine. Mm. I I have learned so much from you that then I've been able to put into play with my kids, and then I see my kids putting that stuff into play in their lives. You have changed the world. Thank you. And so, although it may not be like on the scale that you had envisioned, mm. you have changed the world. Like there, there's a ripple effect yes. for everything that you do. All of the good that you put out in the world, there is a ripple effect that does change the world. Well, and you you have changed the world. Yeah, thank you. That ripple effect is so fucking powerful. Like that has been my biggest illumination over the last couple of months is watching this, this ripple effect that we get to have um, on the world and, and on ourselves. And it starts with the way that we treat and and transform as a human being and as like on an individual level and that ripple effect trickles out and it's massive and it's so powerful i know i just said that but i want to say it again because it is so fucking powerful Mm -hmm. and it has been the biggest blessing and an honor to like watch this ripple effect on all of the people in my life and watching that those people are starting to transform as individuals and they're creating a ripple effect on the people in their lives like that is how we fucking transform the planet That is how we change the world is by just like magnetizing the circle effect. And that started for me with, I mean, with so many different people, of course, but Mikkel was a huge part of that. And Mikkel led me to Katarina Satori, which is like one of the most transformed people I've ever met in my life. And I went on a training with her last year and she, um, is part of this women's summit that they're doing. It's like a divine feminine women's summit that I just signed up for and it's free. Um, if any of you guys want to be like to watch these videos, let me know and I can send you a link. Just find me on social media um, and ask me to send you the link and I can show it to you. But there are like 20, I think over 20 women that came in to be a part of this women's summit and it's free and every day they release a video that has an interview with the woman and what she does for work and most of the time these are like spiritual mentors um, business mentors um, really powerful incredibly grounded women um, and then at the very end they do like a small meditation to activate um, like a goddess and so like each woman has a goddess that's assigned to them so like Katarina Satori is doing Isis um, so that has been like it just, the ripple effect between Mikkel and then Katarina and down all of a sudden now I'm getting to know and all of these women are like coming into my space in a way that I just never would have expected. And just my last week has been, has been incredibly transformative with all of these like influential connections coming through that I'm like, holy fucking shit. It was just like handed on a silver platter and we get to, we get to experience all of this stuff, which is amazing. So anyway, if you guys are interested in that and being a part of that, uh, message me and I'll send you the link because they drop a video every day. You get 48 hours to watch it before it expires and then the new ones come through and it's pretty beautiful. Wow. So. Um, all right. So my, I have so many, but the last one I'm going to talk about today is my friend Jamie. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. And just the things that I've learned from her, I, I mean... Truly, if we back up, I don't deserve a friend like Jamie. <laughs> she's, she's better than I deserve. But um, I, the things that I have learned from her, like she's gone through some shit. When, she'll be on the podcast one day. We just have to work it around her schedule. But she's been through some shit. And she is the most positive, powerful woman I've ever met. She's always happy. She's always kind. She is always happy. Yep. She is such a light. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. And she's always kind. And she just... I mean, the fact that her and I are even friends, based on just history, is huge. Like, she didn't have to let me into her circle. And she did. And she is... She's that 
like she's the woman that my kids can go to if they need someone and they can't and they feel like they can't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we get to kind of like be bonus moms to each other's kids. She has one, and then you know, obviously, I have five hundred or three. <laughs> it's fine. Three <laughs> feels like five hundred some days. <laughs> um, but you know, like there's been a lot of times when I've been able to be there for her with her daughter and she's done the same with my kids and you know I mean there's been a lot of times where I've been able to pick her kids up her little girl up from school and she'll come and hang out with me or vice versa but it's just the the positive loving giving nature of her I've just learned so much from her and I'm grateful for her I I don't deserve her most days so but she just has been huge for me and you know when she's going through something rough or I'm going through something rough we're able to just like talk to each other about it and talk each other through it and she just she's pretty incredible so I love her she's 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 good 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 people she is good people she's she's the best so those that's that's kind of that's mine that's I mean those are a few of mine. I have a ton of influential connections. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah, we can talk really, about this topic could, for hours. We could. <laughs> and really, if you think about it, every single person that comes into your life is there for a reason. I really yes. believe that. I really believe that everyone that comes <laughs> in, they, they have something to teach you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a lot of people like that in my life that are just here to teach me patience, and yeah. I know that. Um, or to teach you love or... Compassion. Yep. Yeah, I, I I, mean, you remember my deal that I did last year with a human being that <gasps> was a, a doozy. Oh, man. And that one was tough, but that I knew. Tough. Like, that was probably one of the hardest interactions with another human being that I think I have ever had in my life. Yeah, that one was tough, mm-hmm. for sure. And I had to really, really, like, you guys, I literally took a notebook out into my, onto my property, um, and I just sat my butt on the ground, and I was like, I have got to get grounded and look at this from a different perspective because I'm losing my mind. And I would show up to Angela's office like shaking in oh. anger and near in tears. And I definitely cried about that while we were going through that deal. But I had to sit and like grab my notebook and meditate and reflect on like, okay, what is this teaching me? Like there are lessons in everything. And even if we perceive an interaction with another person to be negative, that there's something out of it that you're supposed to be learning and that we get the opportunity to to learn, right? That, That's that, that deal was that one tested me. Mm-hmm. Like in my job, I get a lot of opportunities to deal with mm-hmm. like interesting situations and interesting people because, you know, I mean, we're dealing with emotions yep. and money and emotions and money put together is a mess. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of opportunities to deal with like interesting situations. And I'm pretty good at like just keeping my cool in those, mm-hmm. those situations. Um, because I'm not emotionally invested in the majority of these. That's why it's easier for me to get involved and deal with it because I'm not emotionally invested in each deal. Mm-hmm. Like my agents are right. And like the buyers or sellers are that particular deal she got under my skin too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was tough. But then I also just had to remind myself. I, I say this a lot. Like I say it to my kids. And because I, I expect my children to be kind. Um, hurt people hurt people. Absolutely. And I think that in that situation, she something wasn't quite right yes. with her. And I had to remind myself a lot in dealing with that transaction. I think mm-hmm. I reminded you. Yep. Like, something isn't quite right, and we have to be compassionate of the fact that something isn't quite right. Yep. That, I mean, that was all that we could do was, like, mm-hmm. uh, it was an opportunity to learn and practice compassion because otherwise I wanted to scream at her and tell yeah. her she was dumb. Well, and when I sat and did, like, had some time to really sit with it and reflect, I realized that the way that I was getting triggered by her to react in a certain way was simply a mirror of 
a relationship that I've had with one of my parents. And so I had to really sit that and be like, and once it clicked, once it clicked for me that it was a trigger because it was a mirror of a different relationship with somebody else in my life, I was like, oh, this is the lesson. Like I didn't learn it enough. It's coming up again. Yep. This is the lesson. It hasn't come up since. And, um, but truly again, with these people, with these interactions with others, like we get to figure out what that mirror is, especially if we, if it's something that we perceive to be negative, we get to look at it, figure out what the mirror is, figure out what the learnings are, and then we get to move on. Yeah. And for me in that, it, it was 100% a lesson in compassion mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> because I, I was so annoyed with her and wanted to just make sure she understood that mm-hmm. she was wrong because she was. So many levels. Oh, God. So many levels. But for me, it was just like, I just had to, I I just had to be compassionate of the fact that she was, she, she wasn't getting it. Mm-hmm. And, and then I also had to be compassionate of her broker because she is his problem and not mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Man. True. Oh, that True. one was tough. That was tough, but truly I, I do think, and I, I try to teach my kids this, like, you know, kids are mean mm-hmm. and, and I just tried to, especially with my 12 year old, like she's in that stage, she's in middle school, girls are mean and when girls are feeling insecure, they're even more mean. And so I've just had to remind her like, if someone is mean to you, that is a reflection of them, not you. Absolutely. You you don't have to put up with someone being mean to you. You don't get to not be kind, but you do get to walk away. Mm-hmm. You do get to decide if you're going to engage or not. And if you engage with someone who's not being nice to you, then they're winning. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Walk away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's that that would be a good podcast for another day, like that fine line between being kind and being walked all over. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one to teach kids right now. Yep. Because I expect my kids to be kind to everyone. But if someone isn't being nice to them, they don't. I don't expect them to sit back and take it. Right. But I do expect them to have some compassion for the fact that if a kid is being that mean to you, there's obviously something else going on in their life. Absolutely. And so we have to be compassionate. You don't have to put up with it. But you have to be compassionate. Or, you know, if you see kids making poor choices, nope, you don't get to be their friend. No, no <laughs> way. But I do expect you to be nice. I, you know, if you see even a kid that makes poor choices all the time, but you see them sad, I expect you to be kind. Mm-hmm. Nope, you don't get to become their friend and go to their house and nope, we're not going down that road. But I do expect you to be kind. If you see someone that's sad, I expect you to be kind. That's... That's my expectation, but man, that's a tough one. That would be a good, uh, that would be a good episode one day to really talk about how you do that, how you hold space for someone without allowing them or their bad choices to infiltrate your space. Yep. That'd be a good one. I like that. I like that idea. Anyways. Well, anything else you want to touch on today? Nope. I just want to say that. Influential connections can be vast and wide and full of variety mm-hmm. and can be perceived as negative or positive based on how you decide to look at it Yep. and only how you decide to look at it and that we get to make a choice every single day with all of these connections with people in our lives, whether it is going to be a learning experience or whether we're just going to allow it to stomp all over us and not learn anything and just be angry. Um... And I invite all of you to take some time to maybe look at your exes or maybe look at friends who have hurt you or things that you perceive to have been a bad experience and figure out what the learnings are there and how you can apply those learnings to your life moving forward um, and flip the script on it being originally a quote-unquote negative experience and now it gets to be learning. So um, that's, that's kind of all I have there. Yeah, me too. I I think that the greatest like growth and healing in our lives can come from looking at relationships or experiences mm-hmm. that we saw as negative and find find the lesson in them because there's a lesson in all of it. Absolutely. So if we can take the time to find the 
the lesson in a negative situation, we're going to be better off. So that's all I've got. I love it. Um, all right. Well, you guys know where to find us. All social media platforms. We're at Rooted Chaos. Um, email rootedchaos at gmail.com. Uh, I'm going to have my child, my man child, build us a website. Oh, yeah. So we will be on rootedchaos.com, but we're not there yet. I have it. <laughs> we just haven't <laughs> built it. Um, but we would love it if you would subscribe, rate us, leave us a review. That that helps other people see what we have. So if you like our content, if you like what we're doing, we would love it if you would um, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, we will be back next week. If you have any ideas of content that you'd mm-hmm. like us to talk about or if you know of someone that you think that we should have on the show or if you want to be on the show um i'm working on putting together a big like we're gonna have to go somewhere else other than my basement for this one but a, a bunch of different women from different walks of life doing different stuff and then just like have a big round table fun and yeah i it's gonna be cool but i gotta find somewhere to do it but anyways um we just, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. All the feedback and the texts and we just, we love it. It makes our day. It does. So anyways, I hope that you guys are having a great week and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.